You're listening to the Storyteller Series from The Salvation Army. For more information or to share your questions and comments, visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org. The Book of Acts, Chapter 1 In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up to heaven, and after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my Father has promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus, who has been taken from you into heaven, will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. Then the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the hill called the Mount of Olives, a Sabbath day's walk from the city. When they arrived, they went upstairs to the room where they were staying. Those present were Peter, John, James, and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas, son of James. They all joined together constantly in prayer, along with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. In those days, Peter stood up among the believers, a group numbering about 120, and said, Brothers and sisters, the scripture had to be fulfilled in which the Holy Spirit spoke long ago through David concerning Judas, who served as a guide for those who arrested Jesus. He was one of our number and shared in our ministry. With the payment he received for his wickedness, Judas bought a field. There he fell headlong, his body burst open, and all his intestines spilled out. Everyone in Jerusalem heard about this, so they called that field in their language, Field of Blood. For, said Peter, it is written in the book of Psalms, May his place be deserted, let there be no one to dwell in it, and may another take his place of leadership. Therefore, it is necessary to choose one of the men who have been with us the whole time the Lord Jesus was living among us, beginning from John's baptism to the time when Jesus was taken up from us. For one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. So they nominated two men, Joseph called Barsabas, also known as Justice, and Matthias. Then they prayed, Lord, you know everyone's heart. Show us which of these two you have chosen to take over this apostolic ministry, which Judas left to go where he belongs. Then they cast lots, and the lot fell to Matthias, 
So he was added to the 11 apostles. excited to be gathered together with you guys talking about Acts. It's a really exciting book. Uh, I feel like though in my Christian journey I focused so much on the Gospels that sometimes Acts just kind of gets left by the wayside. So it's cool that we're here um, and I'd like to start with some background about that. Yeah and I think that uh, was definitely the case in my life at times where um, you know, growing up we focused so much on the Gospels and yet when it came to this thing that happened after the Gospels, Acts didn't get as much attention, but actually um, in my research I found that Acts was written very intentionally as a complement to yeah. the Gospels and especially of course the Gospel of Luke. The Gospel of Luke and Acts are in a sense two volumes right. of the same work and we believe that Luke is the author of both. We find a lot of the same emphases mm -hmm. in both Luke and in Acts. Luke is continually concerned to emphasize things like the role of the Holy Spirit, uh, the work of God through history and mm -hmm. salvation history, um, God's concern for the poor, and, and many other sort of special emphases that we find uh, often repeated in Luke. And Acts picks that up and picks up where Luke leaves off, or the Gospel of Luke leaves off, with Jesus ascending into heaven mm -hmm. and the uh, uh, the disciples uh, awaiting the promised coming of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and the whole thing about, you know, awaiting and the Holy Spirit, which is just so uh, exciting mm. <laughs> when, you, when you read through Acts. And I'm, um, what really struck me in this chapter is in verse 6, when, when they say, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And, and I can kind of really relate to that. I can be a very impatient person, and I want to know, well, is it now? Are you going to do this? Mm. Uh, and his answer is, well, it's not up to you to know the seasons, the times, but you will receive power mm. when the Holy Spirit yes. has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses. Mm. And that I underlined those things, thinking, okay, the answer to that question, you will receive power, and you will be my witnesses. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It mm. really struck me. As uh, this this uh, tension also that we are in as in the Salvation Army, we we do we do we do all the time, right. uh, but uh, are we waiting for the power, the Holy yes. Spirit to empower us to do? Yeah. Oh no, so that's a good question. Like we have revivals all the time. Like especially you know where we live in the Southern United States, you know a revival meeting is something that you have. Mm -hmm. You put it on it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, then it, the revival's done. But I don't think that's actually what we're talking right. about here, the idea of waiting for the Spirit of God to come and just fill everyone, fill everything, sh reveal himself, right, in mm -hmm. some kind of manifest way, mm -hmm. and then um, we end up, as a result of that experience, we witnessed that experience to other people. Yeah. Like God showed up and did this thing, and now I'm not the same, and I must tell you, and I must tell you all about it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And as I hear, you know, just even the term wait, I'm thinking that there is an absence of the Holy Spirit wow. in that. And so you know, you're able to sense that absence and you know that it's coming. 
you expect it to come. You expect his Holy Spirit. And so in the moment while you're waiting, you realize um, that God and his Holy Spirit is coming into your situation, into um, whatever you're expecting of mm-hmm. him. But I like the term wait because it, it, it alludes to expectancy. So good. Yeah, I like that. I like that too. We're recognizing in that waiting, like recognizing our need. Yeah. And I, as I'm so glad we're having this conversation because you're right. And in a salvation army where we focus so much on, you know, forward to the battle cry and, you know, kingdom advance and battle ready. It's a lot of preparation and doing, and then going to make it happen. But, you know, this is speaking of uh, pausing to recognize our need. Um, and recognizing that it's there's a filling that equips us in the going because I can still go, but if I go too early, then do I do I go in the power of God's spirit? Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this show, please share it with a friend. You can subscribe to the Storyteller series on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or your own favorite podcast store. For more information, visit salvationarmysoundcast.org.